Hello and welcome back. I am very happy to be talking to you all today. We are on episode 9, I think it's 9, yeah, 9, which is super exciting. I have had so much going on in my life and just so much to do and I've kind of put recording on the back burner but I'm going to try and get back into it. Um, It's that point in the semester where it's assignment after assignment and exam after exam. Um, And I've also got a few other exciting things going on that have been taking more priority, but I'm here and I'm talking to you all. And today's topic is one that's near and dear to me and kind of one that I'm currently going through, which is anxiety. Not only currently going through, I feel like always going through, but it's kind of been flaring up a little bit. And I feel like now I know how to approach it and how to handle it. But also, I'm not always the best with my emotions, and that's something I'm still learning and still trying to figure out. But yeah, anxiety is not fun. It's something I've dealt with my whole life, or at least for as long as I can remember. Um, I guess as a kid, I didn't like firsthand say, oh, I have anxiety. But it is something that looking back now, there were traits and characteristics that I've shown that clearly express something's going on in my head in that realm. I I don't even know what's going on right now. I feel so sidetracked. Today has just been such a exhausting day and I went to bed at like two in the morning, which of course, like going to bed late doesn't help anything. That's something I'm really trying to get back on track with is a proper healthy sleep schedule for an almost 20 year old. Um, yeah, almost 20. My birthday is November 6th. I was going to say on Monday, but I guess my upcoming, no, I guess, yeah, because I'm recording this so late. So I guess this upcoming Monday is your guys' Monday too. But yeah, my birthday's on Monday. I'm turning 20, no longer a teenager. That gives me anxiety. Oh my gosh. I feel like I'm still 16, um, especially with COVID. None of that part of my life felt real. So the fact that I'm 20, which is one year away from 21, is terrifying and I still don't have life figured out yet which surprise no one usually does at that age or maybe any age um but yeah anyway that was so off topic but back to what I was talking about so as a kid I definitely had a few things that looking back now were anxious tendencies and behaviors um and I think It used to be at a point where it was more extreme. Sometimes this still happens, but I've kind of learned to not think this way. I've had to train myself for years to not think this way. But a scenario would be like I'm, you know, second grader waiting for my parents to come home, um, got off the school bus, made inside the house, and, you know, the typical time that they would come home or one of them would come home, they weren't home. Immediately, as as a child, my head would go to the worst possible scenario. I'm not going to put that out into the universe, but sure you can depict what I'm saying. And I feel like that's not a thing that kids should (laughs) 
be thinking about, but that's just kind of how my brain would work. It was always worst case scenario whenever anything anxious in my life happened. Uh, not sure if anyone can relate to that, but I'm sure people can. It's, I feel like, a common thing. My anxiety really, really flared up when I got to high school. When I started high school, I randomly got terrible, terrible acne. I mean, very, very, very bad. Um, and this was on and off throughout the last, even now, so six years of my life. And it's frustrating. It is so frustrating because that was really a big insecurity of mine. Um, and I've noticed it caused a lot of anxiety in my life. I constantly felt anxious about how I looked and how people were looking at me when I got to school. Um, I was nervous about like the, the texture of my skin, how makeup looked on my skin, just thinking about every little thing, which is sad because appearance is like the last thing that I should be anxious or worried about because that's the least thing that matters. Um, you know, to some people it may matter more than others, but to me, I value someone's character. Char what? I value someone's characteristics over what they look like. But that definitely stemmed a lot of anxiety. I specifically remember my freshman year. Um, and this was, I, I will say this past summer, my acne kind of hit a bad peak again, really, really bad, back to how it was freshman year. Um, and I also struggle with dermatillomania, which is picking at your skin. It's surprise and anxious habit. It also stems into OCD. Um, but yeah, that anyway, but my freshman year, I specifically remember I had a morning field hockey practice. And for morning practices, I didn't usually wear makeup. Sometimes, sometimes like I would literally wake up extra early for a 6am practice to put a little bit of makeup on because I was so embarrassed of my acne um, and anxious about what people would think about it. When in reality, like who cares? Like I'm sure they all had acne at one point too. But anyway, uh, freshman year me didn't know that and I thought everyone's skin was perfect and flawless. Um, but I remember finishing practice, getting to the locker room. I normally would just change. We, I wasn't really super sweaty after those practices. Sometimes I was, but throw on sweatshirt, sweatpants, and I'd go and like either wash my face or like wipe it down, and then I'd pull out a makeup bag. And I remember this day I did not have my makeup bag, but I did have like a elf powder thing and I was no one knew <laughs> no one knew I remember texting my mom though I think I texted her like I forgot my concealer can you bring it to school and she's like no I'm on my way to work <laughs> that's like the least of my worries as it should be but for me it was like the world was over I was freaking out I remember like piling this powder on my face like oh my gosh like no one can see me with my face like this like this is going to be terrible and I just like want remember like trying to find a way to like get home or something. I kind of don't know where I was going with that except that it was for me a traumatic experience. Looking back now I'm like oh my god that was so stupid 
whatever, who cares? But in that moment, I was so, so anxious. And a lot of my anxiety has always kind of, not always, but stems a lot from what other people think of me visually. I've always been pretty confident in who I am as a person and to my core. But on the outside, that's where I feel like a lot of feelings will come up and, you know, I can be very hard on myself, which is something I'm working on. Um, But I kind of have like two scales of it. Um, And I've never really talked to a professional about this. So don't like take this and try and diagnose what I may be feeling to what you maybe feel. Talk to a professional. I, I still need to do that. But, you know, I had the materialistic scale of not liking the way I look and caring how people view me and how I look. And then an extreme scale of anxiety of um, like, oh my gosh, I'm, I'm going to die or I can't sleep because I think I'm going to die. Like, so two completely different scales. And I feel like when one starts to get higher than the other, then it it takes over most of my mind. And I think I'm in that realm right now where a lot of my thoughts are consumed about what I look like and how people are viewing me, which is really, really sad. But we're working on it. We're trying to push through. But to be completely candid, like, that's kind of recently how I've been feeling and I've just spent a lot of time looking at myself in the mirror thinking like oh my gosh you used to look so much better last year or you know comparing myself to former versions of myself and I'll come back to that because I have I've talked about this before in the comparison episode but it's an important little tidbit but I'll kind of now that you know that side of that little anxious part um, of just being very nervous of how people are viewing me. And this stems to getting ready to go out. And there were times, I mean, especially when my either my skin was at its worst or I wasn't eating healthy and taking care of my body where, you know, even though visually there, you know, no one could tell if I gained weight or lost weight. And I don't typically weigh myself. So even I didn't know. But when you, when you are fueling your body with things that are negative for you, whether it's thoughts, food, environment, you're, you're going to feel gross. So in times like that, like there would be times where I would miss out on plans because I was just so anxious and didn't want anyone to see me. And I'd lock myself in my room because I, I didn't, I didn't, it's not like, oh, I, I, I'm spending time with myself. It was, no, I don't want to be around anyone because they're all going to judge me, which is not true. People usually don't think twice about half the things that I'm thinking about, which I've learned, which is great. But, you know, I still hit those points in my life where small things feel big. And I will say, like, on the larger scale, when my mind immediately goes to the negative, you know, oh my gosh, to my friends hanging out and immediately thinking like they hate me because I'm not invited when in reality, no, they, you know, just wanted to go grab coffee and 
no, I didn't want coffee that day. I don't, I don't know. I, I've been working on not overthinking because that's a huge thing with my anxiety. When I overthink, it just spirals down from there. Example like that, example of people going out and me choosing not to go out and thinking that they're talking negatively of me. And even to the extremes of, and this happened a lot, the latter part of my high school, going to bed and being too scared to fall asleep because I was scared I wouldn't wake up. That's, I, I don't know if I should touch on that topic because I don't want to say the right or wrong thing, but death was something I was extremely anxious about my whole life. Um, I think now I'm at a point where I don't consume it in that negative way that I used to, but as a kid, constantly afraid of people around me dying for some reason, um, and also going to school, huge anxiety factor in my life, which is sad because things happen at schools that shouldn't, but that is something, there were times where I was super, like, I just wake up and be like, no, I, I don't want to go, even though nothing was going to happen. It, it, it's just, you know, the mindset. And of course, after losing someone close to me, that definitely kind of made everything a lot, it made everything come to the surface and made me think more about that topic. But enough of that, because I don't want to have other people thinking about that if they aren't already. Anyway, but yeah, I have dealt with all sorts of realms of anxiety, whether it's in a social context, from a physical standpoint, and even, you know, the mental standpoint. It's just, it's something that I, I don't know how to properly handle. And I think I've done a very good job of just learning about myself and what makes me feel better. Because you know, I'm not, I, I, there's no dire reason for me at this point in time to go on medication. And that's something that I personally, I, I, I would support for other people, but for myself, it's just not the right choice. And I've learned, you know, and I'll use an example, actually last week, I randomly, and it was for the first time in a really long time, I'd say five months, probably, maybe four, um, first time I felt like an anxiety attack coming, you know, and it just came out of nowhere. I, I was fine. I literally was watching Cody Ko on YouTube and it, it wasn't like a random one. It was like one of my favorite that's cringe videos ever. And I just felt like this feeling in my chest and didn't know what was happening and, and why it was happening because I thought it was fine. I had kind of a good day that day it was a very chill day and a calm day nothing to really trigger it but all of a sudden like my mind just started going places and thinking about people and things and possibilities that you know aren't real I think it's important to tell yourself especially if you struggle with anxiety half these things you're thinking aren't real you know it's all just in your head all a figment of what you're overthinking and imagining and that's why I think it's so important to, when feeling anxious, and this is what I ended up doing, is to do something to make you feel like you're back in real life. 
I could have sat in my bed um, and scrolled on my phone nonstop. Uh, and, you know, I could have continued watching Cody Co., but clearly that, I, nothing against that, but it was just clearly not making me feel well. Um, or I just, it wasn't helping me. And I knew, I, I didn't want, part of me was like, oh, I just, I, I just want to lay here and feel sad and feel anxious. And, you know, some days it's, it's important to be in touch with those feelings, but I felt like I had been making a lot of progress in my life recently where I didn't want to take those two steps back. And I, it was important for me to think about what was going on in the moment, think about what was actually real and happening, um, and not what I was just overthinking. And I took myself to the gym. It was probably like 9.30, almost 10. Um, walked myself to the gym. Didn't do any like hardcore workout, but I just did a little bit of Pilates and I went into the sauna and listened to music and got my mind back on track, back to reality. Because half the time when I do start to feel anxious is when I'm in a place of scrolling on my phone or social medias or sitting at home alone in my room, not doing anything, not doing anything with my time. And as important as it is to appreciate your time to chill and be alone, I think you know yourself well enough to, if you do ever start to feel anxious, like how should you handle that? I know that taking myself to the gym or if it was daylight, but it wasn't, I probably would have gone on a walk outside to kind of bring me back to earth to realize everything's not that big. You know, it, it anxiety has this funny way of making all of these things in your life feel so extra heavy and large when in reality they're not they're not that crazy and they're not that big of a deal and focus your time on the things that are important and make you feel better and make you happier I know a lot of the times after a night out I feel very anxious the next day sure you can all assume why you know it it happens and it's always important for me instead of to instead of just laying in my bed and doing nothing with my day and making it even worse immediately eating up immediately doing something with my time whether it's making breakfast looking at emails checking schoolwork I don't know as long as it's taking your mind off of what you may be overthinking about or caring too too much about because trust me it is not that deep there have been so many things and I have this quality of like deeply deeply thinking about things and I remember everything even if I say I don't I do I literally I I could I I might have a photographic memory because a lot of times I remember a lot of situations and scenarios and little little things that most people kind of just like blow off but I, I remember every every little little thing that possibly has ever happened to me from you know from the age that you can remember and there are times where I'll sometimes like bring up a situation from second grade that no one cares about and they're like what are you talking about how do you even remember that like what you you don't 
remember that. That was like a really like niche situation in my life that I just remember. And they're like, Kennedy, that had no significance. Like, why do you remember that second grade lecture on coloring? You know, I don't know. I, I don't know. That's just how my brain works. And I got to love it for it. Can't swap it out for something new. But what's so powerful about things that go on in your brain and in your mind is that they are controllable to an extent. But you can always work on your mindset. You can always work to improve it. And you can always just, you have the power to control the thoughts you put in your head. Um, you know, there are rare situations and possibilities for some people who can't always do that, but I like to think, at least for me, whenever I'm telling myself, whenever I'm telling myself something negative, I, you know, that's me doing that. That's not my friend doing that. That's not my parents doing that. That's me putting it in my head. It's me making that scenario. And it's me who's wrong for doing that. I can't get mad at someone for something that didn't happen, right? But when it happened in my head, it felt real. Well, no, that's not reality. We have to step back. We have to go back to reality. We have to breathe fresh air and realize, you know, we are half the time not in real life because we're so soaked up in technology and people's lives that seem perfect. Um... And I've, I've, that's, I think, been the biggest help for me is just keeping myself busy, <laughs> very busy, um, trying not to overwhelm myself, but that, that's also... So basically what I was saying was me feeling the need to sign up for all these things is similar to why I feel anxious all the time because I'm always constantly keeping myself busy, but it's, you know, if I'm not busy then... I just sit there and think about my thoughts. And I'm not going to lie, I'm recording this the next day. My computer died last night mid-recording, so I'm trying to like get back to the mindset I was in. But I'll probably wrap, wrap this up right about now because we just got our foster puppy and I'm so excited and I just want to go out and play with her. Um, but if you've listened to this, thank you so much. I really appreciate it. And I'm sorry I had to like kind of wrap this up mid-thought. It's a little inconvenient. I promise next episode will definitely be better. But I hope you enjoyed this one and I will see you all next week.